Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. How you doing, Kevin? <laughs> doing great, man. Man, I'm so excited about that. I'm already hungry just thinking about it. You know, I'm a little bit hungry too. We're talking about food this time. It's the <laughs> first time we've ever talked about food. This is amazing. Is it really? It is. So no, I, we talked about the deadliest things, and we talked about how the best can't. way to eat a rattlesnake is to skin it up and cook it over an open fire. And, and that's only if you're Gus McCray on Lonesome Dove, <laughs> and you're out stuck on the Yana Westicott. And, and no, we're not We're we not doing that. Oh. We haven't really talked about food, except ah. we did a little bit in Blue Zones. We did. And, but, but not really. And then in the Mexico episode, we touched a little bit on Tex-Mex. Right. So and we've cheese, Cheesing it up. Yeah. We've hit a couple of... Food's a big deal. Yeah. We have to eat. We do. To survive, right? <laughs> we do. And, one, and one, I have to eat a lot to survive a lot. I, I got a lot a, of surviving to do. I eat a lot, too. <laughs> and I enjoy it. I don't hold back. Now, anyway. so But one of my favorite things to eat, and one of my favorite reasons for being a Texan, is the episode that we're doing today. Barbecue. Barbecue. Barbecue is amazing. Barbecue. You travel a lot for work. I, do I. You know what I ate last night? Yeah. Well, Barbecue. <laughs> it was awesome. I had a, this lady said, I said, I want ribs. And she said, you want a half rack or a full rack? And I was with a bunch of people, lollies, like, hoity-toity. I said, I want a full rack. Oh, yeah. Is that even a – that's not even a real question. Well, the thing that was a little embarrassing <laughs> was I was supposed to be all prim and proper. We were all dudded up, and it was a fancy business dinner. But I, I finally just told them. I said, I'm sorry. I'm going in? I'm going in deep. <laughs> and when you eat ribs, you can't, like, use a fork and a knife and be all nice. you got to go in both hands, get it up. Yeah. Lick the stuff all and get barbecue sauce all over your face, unless, of course, it's a sauceless, and then that's a whole other thing. Right. So we'll get into the philosophies around ribs and, yeah. and barbecue. But anyway, I tell you what, Kevin, so this is this is a treat for me because this is one where I've watched you over the decade of our friendship. You are a freaking amazing barbecuer. Thank you. You are. and you. I love the barbecue. I know, and you've studied it, and you've tried a bunch of different styles of smoking and the green egg and the offsetted heat and all this, and I've watched you. Open fire, fire pit. Yes, the fire pit. I almost forgot about Throwing that. Throwing the steaks straight on the coals. Right. Yeah. And we'll, and, and have you tried the, the whole uh, pig thing yet? I've not done the pig under the ground yet. We, we still want to do that. We still want to do that. Yeah, the whole pig in the ground. You know, <laughs> that, that will happen. You know, Kathy and Patrick, they're raising a pig over there right now. Nice. Do you, you know that? We're going to steal it. It's a big fat sucker. Pig rustling. They're about to go slaughter it. I don't think there's a law in the books that says you can't steal a pig in Texas. You can't steal a cow. But I don't think there's a pig. steal a pig. <laughs> I don't swine. think so. I think we found the loophole. There's an anti-swine law. <laughs> <laughs> no. So anyway, but all I'm saying is you've done an amazing job in watching, and you would think that just via osmosis, I would learn how to do some of that and be somewhat amazing. The answer is no, I'm not. I'm horrible <laughs> at it. I love fires, but putting meat on that fire and actually making it edible, that's an art, and I don't have that artistic skill. Well, there's a couple things. There's That's a great hobby mm-hmm. for sure. There's also just being from Texas in general, and I don't know if you get this when you travel outside of the state, but people always seem to ask about it. Yeah, they're in saying, fact, hey, I'll, I want some of that good Texas barbecue. Well, and, and I'll have people that will qualify their barbecue. They'll be like, hey, you know, I was going to suggest we go eat barbecue, but you're from Texas, so it wouldn't yeah. be good enough for you. Oh, yeah. You know, and... 
Yeah, just generally like, it's not. Yeah, gen- <laughs> but, well, but I'm nice about. I'll it. I'm tell gracious you what, though, I'll I'll give I'll give props to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. When I've gone to Nashville, in particular, I've gone to, I've gotten some amazing barbecue in Tennessee mm-hmm. and Nashville in particular. Yeah. And I'm sure over in Memphis too, but it seems like they can really do it well in Tennessee. They do it well. And so, you know, if you think about the major styles of barbecue mm-hmm. within the States, there's kind of a few categories. And one is definitely the Tennessee style. It's generally referred to as the Memphis style, actually. Yeah. Okay. And Memphis is all about uh, pork and specifically pork ribs. Right. And in Memphis, they'll cook them over uh, hickory. You know, sometimes oak, pecan, apple, cherry, but primarily it's hickory wood that they use there. Okay. And one of my favorite things to get anytime I'm out on the road, and I'm pretty consistent about getting pulled pork. Pulled I pork. love pulled pork and mm-hmm. testing it around the country when I go. Yep. Just to see who can do it well and who really does it. Bad the Carolinas. Job. The Carolinas is where you want to go for pulled pork. Well, and I did. So I did a project over in Charlotte, mm-hmm. and 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 you're right. They had some amazing pulled pork. And they will do the whole hog thing, too, Oh, like we were talking about. So the true, legit uh, shops in Carolina, they literally cook whole hogs in these giant pits that they have. Oh, yeah. And they will burn the the coals. They'll burn a fire, burn wood down the coals, and they'll just keep shoveling in hot coals into these pits. And then they will literally shred the whole thing. So the whole the whole pig, other than the ribs, Boy, you know, they'll cut the ribs out, but the rest of it just becomes pulled pork. Yeah, but that rib meat, it just falls off the bone. Yeah. It's so tender. And they do a, a different kind of sauce in the Carolinas. They do a vinegar-based sauce. And mm-hmm. I've, I've recreated that here. I do like that. Yeah, because I've done some, I smoked uh, pork belly one time here. Pork mm-hmm. belly is amazing, okay. by the way. I've not had Pork that. belly is what they make bacon out of. Oh, I do love bacon. Yeah, so you imagine taking a big slab of that and just smoking it. Oh, wow. And then you can shred that up. Ooh, man, best oh, pulled okay. pork you ever had. That sounds good. And then, But there's a vinegar-based sauce. Primarily, if you're in the East Carolinas, it's vinegar-based. If you're in the West of the Carolinas, then you get into a tomato-based sauce. Okay. And then there's mustard-based sauces throughout parts of the South as well. So a lot of people just think of barbecue sauce is kind of like the generic kind of, you know, Kansas City style where it's tomato-based and sweet and whatever. Mm-hmm. But actually, if you get over into the Carolinas, they got, you know, different styles. Right. You know, everything from vinegar. And the vinegar-based stuff is actually really good on that pork. I bet. It just, apple cider vinegar, is real simple, apple cider vinegar, you know, some red pepper flakes, stuff like that. You throw yeah. Throw that pulled pork, just blow wow. your mind. Yeah. I bet it is. So cute. it's cool, man. So you got this Carolina style. You got the Memphis style. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the rest of the South, you've got kind of different um, kind of variations on both of those styles mixed together. And that okay. kind of gives you that Southern Southern barbecue style that you think of you know, right. when you think of the South. And then Kansas City. You know, some people think of Kansas City as being the capital of barbecue. Well, I'm sure they do it well. Yeah, they do. And Kansas City is kind of a, um, uh, what do you want to call it? Kind of like a melting pot. Yeah. Right? They have all the meats, right? They don't specialize in one meat. They'll do beef. They'll do pork. They'll do whatever. Uh, woods, they'll mix it up on the wood. They do a lot of barbecue chicken there hmm. as well. They do some ribs. Well, like but that. they're kind of... Two things that make Kansas City stand out are the sauce is usually more on the sweet side, so mm-hmm. a little more sweet, a little more sticky. And then they also do what's called burnt ends. Oh. So burnt ends is a certain part of the brisket that after you smoke it, you can chop it off into little cubes and then uh, 
then mix it up in sauce. Oh. Put it back in the smoker. So you end up with these little cubes that are doused in barbecue sauce and re-smoked again. Okay. And it's just phenomenal. Oh, wow. So those are called burnt ends. So that's kind of a Kansas City thing. Well, that does sound good. So those like, are some like of the... I like all that. Yeah, I, I it's like all good. To, I like it's to all experiment good. with that stuff, eat it all. I don't care what kind it is. I like it all. But there is one region that stands out. Well, we do a podcast about it. It's got to be Texas, <laughs> baby. It's got to be Texas. <laughs> all right. So of the major regions that people generally talk about, you got the Memphis style, you got the Texas style. Texas yeah. is more about beef, yeah, generally with oak, wood, or pecan. Pecan's a native. Well, we got so many cows here. Yeah, you got beef, you got yeah. lots of uh, oak trees, you got some pecan trees. Yeah. What about uh, mesquite? <clears throat> mesquite? We, well, got, we got so much mesquite. Yeah, and we'll drill in. Let's drill into the styles in Texas, and there are certain areas that use mesquite. Mesquite, certain areas you ever that cut use down mesquite oak. trees. I haven't, but they're like they're weeds. A total pain. They grow like weeds. They're the second worst thing to cut down versus a boat arch. And they have little beans or something, don't they? And don't well, they have thorns? They, they have, have thorns. thorns. That's yeah. the, that's the part that drives me crazy. I love the smell of mesquite wood. Actually, oak wood is so hard. And not that this is all about cutting wood up, but I do enjoy cutting wood. <laughs> and I grew up, you know, what's the most dangerous kind of tool that you probably have on this property what's well, a chainsaw mm-hmm. i bet anyway that's a tangent but yeah mesquite wood is hard to cut oh it's hard to cut but so is oak. it burns really hot oh it does it does oh yeah. what about oak oak doesn't burn quite as hot and it's a hard wood so it will burn longer oh. so oak will burn fast and hot i mean i'm sorry mesquite will burn fast and hot huh and so it's good for Almost more of a grilling style, oh. which is what it's used for. So when I, I when like we get to the West Texas style of barbecue, there's cowboy style of barbecue. Yeah, it's about more of an open fire mesquite oh. burning up. I yeah. like it when you create those fires and then you put like apple wood in there to give it that extra nice smell and mm-hmm. that kind of really cool flavor. Yeah, there's an art to kind of adding different types of woods to change the flavor profile. Sure. But of all the made, so those are the major barbecue styles that are generally kind of talked about there, okay. is, there is one style that, though that i think is really cool that yeah. i think is way underappreciated what's up and it's uh comes from california actually oh and most people don't think of california as having good barbecue and in fact most of california does not have good barbecue oh but there is a style called santa maria okay which what? is actually really good Okay. And it actually came from the Santa Maria Valley in California. Oh. And you, what they would you, do is they... You know what? I did a project in Santa Maria. Did you? I know you think I've done a project everywhere, yeah. but I did a project in Santa Maria. That's beautiful. Right did, in the heart of the wine country. Did you have any of the I did. barbecue? I, I had the barbecue Try tip. there. I did. Tri-tip is the... That's their style. Oh, it was really great. Yeah. So they'll cook tri-tips, which is a certain cut that we... I didn't see tri-tip around here a lot growing up. It's a little more popular now. Mm-hmm. But that cut was actually kind of invented in Santa Maria. Okay. It's actually... I can't remember the exact cuts that they use, but generally here it was cut into a couple of different cuts, and then part of it was made into hamburger here. Most of the time, Santa Maria had this tri-tip cut, and they put it on these giant skewers, and they cook it over these super hot coals on these skewers, and then they'll slice it off real thin and make sandwiches out of it, and then you typically have, there's a certain kind of bean that grows natively there, I can't can't remember the name of it, but the style for a Santa Maria barbecue is you kind of invite the whole town, you cook these tri-tips over on these huge skewers, 
slice it up, you serve it with these beans and a salad. Oh, wow. That's the Santa Maria barbecue. That sounds great. It's really cool. I didn't have that, but I had tri-tip, and I remember they they cooked it with a really interesting, almost a tangy kind of uh, marinade. Mm. And it was, God, it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And this actually wasn't Santa, Santa Maria. I take that back. It was Santa Rosa. And mm. so that's up in the in the wine country. Oh, yeah, that's different. That's yeah, it's different. different. But they were cooking tri-tip up there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you'll find tri-tip a lot in California. Okay. A lot. Yeah. And I got a buddy out there that, you know, when I'm out there, he likes to have me over and cook a tri-tip. He wow. kind of turned me on to it, so I started cooking them here. I remember you made it. Yeah. It's God good stuff. Life. It's that's, all good. That's really good. So those are the major regions, but okay. what, I mean, do you want to drill into kind of Texas? Because people think of Texas as being Texas barbecue, but really when you double click into it, there's several different styles, even here within our own state. Well, there there are, and about five years ago, believe it or not, I read a, there's a book over the, the I can't remember if it was four or five. I think it's four different types of barbecue that this guy in this book, and of course it's been so long that I don't even remember it all, but there are four or five types, and it really coincides with kind of the regions of Texas mm-hmm. that that what this guy described, and he did, it was fun because he describes the, the four or five types of barbecue, and then he kind of went on a road trip, mm-hmm. and he he. Uh, examined the kind of the popular restaurants or the kind of grills or the pits uh, where they they cooked and he critiqued them and he said that, you know they were all fantastic some oh, yeah. better than others but uh, you know he just it, it was fun to read just as he kind of explored the state and the different styles that people do yeah so there's four styles okay yeah kind of the generic way to look at it is Central Texas South Texas East Texas and West Texas now okay. there are Actually, more specific names for them that we'll get to, but that's okay. kind of the way to think about it. Um, if you kind of really drill down into it, uh, the Central Texas style is more of a meat market style. Okay. Central Texas is what people generally think of when they think of Texas barbecue. Okay. Central Texas is about brisket primarily. Yes. Cooked on an offset style smoker. Okay. Um, which is generally made out of, I mean, the big, you know, uh, shops like in Austin, like Franklin's, for example. Mm-hmm. I mean, he hand he makes his own pits by hand out of gigantic propane tanks. Okay. So imagine these ginormous propane tanks that was just, you know, thick steel, and he will build them and build a firebox offset to that. So you got a fire burning and the heat and smoke flowing up into this long cylinder and then out a chimney on the other end. Oh, and you've got the grate with the meat on mm-hmm. it in the long cylinder? Yep, yep. Okay, exactly. So, that, so the, the heat, when you say offset heat, so the the, it, the meat is not directly on top of coals? The, not over the coals, no. Okay. The, the fire is burning separately. Okay. And then it's about creating airflow to move that heat and that smoke up through okay. and then move it out the chimney on the other end. Yeah, because traditional person like me would just you know get uh, you know a bag of you know briquettes or whatever throw it down in a thing you know explode with a bunch of lighter fluid and then immediately <laughs> put your steaks on top of that that's called grilling <laughs> that yeah. is grilling right and that is a difference between grilling and actual quote barbecue right okay barbecue is about cooking you know, low at low temperatures for right. long periods of time. Okay. And generally cooking, and this is true not just for Texas barbecue, but also like the, the pork shoulders and stuff like that that they do on the east. Okay. It's about cooking big chunks of meat like that 
that are generally tough. If you just cook them like over a grill, it's going to be tough, right. you know, dry, nasty. Right. And the thing is, you know, these cuts of meat were generally kind of either thrown out or used for, you know, scrap or whatever. Right. And so the whole barbecue culture, both, you know, both in Texas and throughout the South, kind of came about by people who couldn't afford to buy the nice cuts of meat. Mm. So they would buy these cheaper cuts and then figure out how to cook them, which oh, was wow. let's cook them low. And if you cook them on a low temperature and cook them very slowly, then all of the um, uh, it, it just becomes a very tender mm-hmm. cook. But you got to cook it slowly for it to become tender. You right. got to render out all of the connective tissue that's in there that's making those cuts of meat fat and okay. by doing that over a low temperature for a long time it becomes where it just kind of falls apart and it's so, really juicy and delicious so to me that that kind of speaks to the the philosophy of barbecuing and to me it's it, it is an art form mm-hmm. but it's also kind of a a mental check-in of you have to be able to have be patient and, and you have to you know, be willing to kind of stay the course. You got to commit to it and stay the course. And, so and that's one I, thing I enjoy, right? Yeah. And I, so I enjoy starting out either late at night and running the fire all night or right. starting super early. Right. And just maintaining that thing throughout the day. I, and I find that therapeutic. Some people it would drive them crazy. So that's the stark difference between you and <laughs> exactly. I. Because I have zero patience and I go out and I get an 800 degree fire. <laughs> I put our meat on it for three minutes and I put it on the table and it's horrible. <laughs> and you're like, pass me the ketchup. Because <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to do. You got to flood it in ketchup to choke down the meat. Yep. But no, that's the beauty of it. And I remember because one of my favorite, favorite places, and I'll, we'll get back to this, but one of my favorite places was a place in Junction, Texas, down in, I don't know, kind of, I don't, I don't even know, Hill Country, kind of down off I-10 west of uh, San Antonio, going into, I don't know, kind of the badlands of Texas. Mm-hmm. But we had a deer lease down there for 10 years, and it was Junction, Texas. So look it up. It's a crazy place to get to. Um, but great deer hunting, but there was also this place called Lums, L-U-M-S. And it was this amazing you know, slow cook, big pit barbecue mm-hmm. where they had all this peppercorn kind of, you know, rubbed into it. And I, I looked forward to it cause it was, it was yeah. a real treat yep. when we would, you know, go in for the evening and go to Lums and eat barbecue cause it yeah. was just fantastic. So, so it's good that you mentioned the pepper, right? So back to central Texas. So central Texas style is brisket, I mean, when you boil it down to the very basics and the most authentic, it's brisket with only a salt and pepper rub on it. Okay. Smoked. Okay. Whereas, you know, a lot of the other barbecue rubs will have paprika and onion powder and garlic powder and all this stuff. Central Texas says no. We're pure. We're featuring the beef. And and I've cooked it this way and it turns out amazing. I bet it does. But it's almost like a 50-50 mix of salt and pepper on the beef and then you smoke it. All right. And the Central Texas style... Is, is really cool because it really came from uh, German and Czech settlers that moved into this area, right? So if you go down to Austin and yep. even the, you know, the surrounding town, Fredericksburg or whatever, right. there's a lot of German influence down there. There's a lot of Czech influence down there. Right. 
And so there were just a lot of settlers that came from those areas, you know, and settled. And they brought with them the meat market traditions from those countries, right? So if you go to Germany, you know, there's a lot of uh, meat markets and sausages and things like that, right? You go into the barbecue style of Central Texas, these places, a lot of them started out as actual meat markets where they would sell meat, they would make sausage, they would sell meat throughout the week. And then whatever they had left over on Saturday, they would kind of just barbecue it all up and sell it. Oh. And that's kind of where this tradition started. And so there's even some of the markets today, like, you know, Cruz uh, Market Barbecue down in, uh, it's just outside of Austin. Um, it comes from that tradition. So the Central Texas style is very much steeped in German and Czech uh, meat market history. So it's really kind of cool to see that kind of a culture then, you know, with this kind of Texas beef, you know, cattle kind of spin on it. Right. And that becomes kind of the Central Texas style. Okay. Right? So that's one of them. So it seems pretty simple. It's pretty simple. Straightforward. The thing is people, you know, people try to, you know, overcomplicate things a yeah. lot, you know. Right. Uh, add a bunch a, of sauce, you know, even making this, a phenomenal rub, you yeah. know, before you do, cause you see these barbecue shows where they're doing a cook off mm-hmm. and they come up with these really, you know, sophisticated rubs that they're doing way before you do anything with the meat. Yep. And that sounds just pretty basic and simple. And that's, an, that's another really, really good point. Uh, competition barbecue is radically different than uh, barbecue that you would get at a restaurant. Oh, competition they really focus a lot on uh, those kind of rubs and the sauces and even the 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 way they do it because they're not because they're not having to churn out the you know the goal if you if you have a barbecue restaurant like franklin's i mean you're feeding i don't know how many thousands of people they feed a day but i mean you're just you're cranking through it right? right so it's pretty simple you know you're cooking hundreds of briskets you know, very simply because it's about, you know, phenomenal uh, food for, you know, feeding people. Yeah. Competition, you're going to cook, you know, a couple of briskets and you're going to inject them with stuff and, oh. you know, flavor them up with rubs and, you know, sauces huh. and, you know, all kinds of different stuff. Oh. It's hard to explain in a few minutes here in a podcast. Right. But doing barbecue for competition style is very different than doing barbecue for just kind of eating, huh. you know. Okay. And there's even several YouTubers that I like to watch who are competition barbecue guys. And, oh. you know, and, and it's good because they'll share a lot of tricks and tips and techniques and stuff like that. But then they'll also have certain episodes where like, you know... If I'm really going to eat it at home, this is how I do it. Oh. You know, which is totally, you know, maybe radically different than what they do for a competition. Yeah, but that's what you want. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, with a competition, you got you got a judge that's going to take one taste of your barbecue oh, and make a decision. I see. And so you got to try to pack in whatever All you're trying flavor. to do. Yeah, into one shot. Whereas if you were going to sit there and eat a whole meal of that, uh-huh. you'd be like, oh my God. It's too much. I don't want more than three it's bites of this too thing. Too much. Yeah. 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 So it's very different. Right. Very different. Well, some of the, some of these great barbecue places, you know, they cook. They may cook hundreds of pounds, but you know, the line goes out the door, and if they open at ten thirty or you know eleven in the morning, they may be done at noon. Yeah, you, know? you yeah. come and buy your stuff, and they're like, "Well, we're out." It's that's not like you can go just generate it more. That's twenty hours of work or whatever that goes into it. Yeah. So it's not like you can go. Oh, well, let me microwave up some more barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Probably the most famous one around, you know, these parts or down in Austin is Franklin's. Right. Yeah. It's kind of the known as the best in the country, if not the yeah. world, right now. And wow. Aaron Franklin worked at one of the um, 
more traditional meat markets. He kind of got trained there and then he started his own place and it just kind of, you know, he kind of put a bit of a modern kind of little bit of spin, but it's very authentic, very traditional central Texas style. Yeah. And so when he opens, I mean, the line starts way before he opens people bring, I mean, people camp out there, try to get barbecue there. The only person that has ever been able to cut the line at Franklin's, Barack Obama. No way. And it was controversial. As, <laughs> it was like, it was, as, as president? As president, yeah, oh, of course. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. And still some people are like, dude, you can't cut in line. Like, this guy's the president, right? <laughs> yeah, right. But apparently he did buy everybody in the line, which is probably uh, hundred, hundreds of people. That's he, so cool. He paid for all their meals, so okay. that was cool. All right, well. So they gave him a pass on there that. There you go. No, that's pretty cool. If so he's paying for everybody, that, yeah. that trumps it all. So that's Central Texas, right? No, so no, you're, no pun intended. So the other styles are, I mean, basically there's central, there's east, north, south, but, you know, they really have names, right? So the West Texas style is kind of referred to as cowboy style. Okay. So what's the difference with that? Is that the offset heat again? No. Cowboy style is your open fire generally over the mesquite, right? So Are you you on a rotisserie or anything? uh, Maybe, maybe not, or maybe just kind of like a grill. You, you know, you, even, don't, you don't have old Chucky over there, the wagon master that's over there spinning a root. Uh, sometimes rotisserie. you do. Sometimes you do. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking from his whiskey bottle. <laughs> that's just a good, if it's cowboy style, that sounds yeah. pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Old Chuck wagon. Yeah. 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 But it's uh, open fire. It's kind of similar to grilling, but, you know, okay. maybe a little bit higher up off the fire. And it's generally mesquite. Okay. Right. Mesquite has a much stronger flavor and burns faster and hotter than the oak or pecan that's used so, in the Central Texas style. So what kind of time frame? Are we, is this multiple hours or, or is it no, faster? No, it's faster. This is faster? Yeah, yeah okay. it's faster. It's a little more like grilling. And so they'll that, do some steaks, some sausages, maybe okay. some pork chops, you know, stuff okay. like that. So okay, it's a so little that, bit more than just grilling, but not, okay. it's not the, you know, let's go cook all day kind of thing. Okay. Right? It's literally it's cowboy style. All right. Yeah, what are we going to do at the end of the day? You know, back in the old days. Okay. You know, cattle drive style. So they don't have 20 hours to spend. So. They don't have 20 hours to mess around with so that. So to me, they got to go castrate the bull calves and oh, all that geez. kind of stuff that you do. <laughs> <laughs> that is cowboy work. So the um, yeah. So it sounds like two things to me. One is where you, you know, how number one, how much time you have. And number two, what kind of heat, you know, whether it's direct heat or offset heat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then three is this whole smoking thing, which I don't... I try offset to, heat is smoking. Okay, That's I try to I'm understand saying. that, mm-hmm. but I don't fully understand yeah. how do you smoke something yeah. versus barbecue it. Well, yeah, and, and these are regional, right? So the cowboy style is generally a little more west, west Texas. You know, the central style that we talked about is more kind yeah. of in the Austin area. Right. Smoking is kind of a loaded term, right? Because we use smoking to mean the offset barbecue style that I described earlier, right? right? Where you've got, you know, the fire burning, you're redirecting the heat and the smoke through the chamber and then out. Okay. But if you go to other places in the world, like the Pacific Northwest, for example, or Alaska, they will talk about smoking and it's generally cold smoking where they'll hang up fish in a little smokehouse or something like that in the back. Oh, and it's still kind of a slow process, but the it's not hot. It's cold huh. smoke, and it oh, gives wow. you kind of that smoky flavor. That's how they smoke cheese also, right? Oh. So you can smoke cheese, smoke fish I'll be. in that way. So when you use the term smoking, it can mean 
And that way you can preserve things. it through the winter. That's or more about preserving it. Yeah. yeah. But we use the term smoking in Texas to refer to our, you know, Texas barbecue style with so, the offset smoker. So I wonder how they did that. I, went, I got the opportunity to go up to Alaska three summers in a row when I was in my mid 20s. And I caught a boatload of salmon. I mean, that was when Ned. You remember Ned? Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. Ned. Yeah. So, <laughs> poor Ned. Poor Ned. That's all. All that was left That's was our... a shoe in a backpack. That's right. I still hadn't found that. Karen had told my sister hadn't told me which uh, was right or left. But regardless, poor Ned. Anyway, but I brought back a bunch of salmon. And I smoked it at Kubi's. And, you know, Kubi's, that smokehouse over mm-hmm. in Dallas. And, uh, and I wonder if they did it. Hot or cold? I don't. Oh, know I would guarantee they did it cold. They did it cold. Yeah, because yeah. it was it was uh, packed. It was suction packed, mm-hmm. and I could have eaten that for years and yep. years to come. Yep, I guarantee you they did it that way. Okay, at a place like that, they're legit, right? So they're yeah. gonna they're gonna have all the different techniques because that's not a barbecue place. That's a true meat processing place where you would take like a if you oh, killed yeah. a deer, you would take it there and that's where I do it take my deer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're more like a butcher where. You know, they'll do different styles of smoking depending on the meat and what you, what you need done and, okay. and that kind of thing. All yeah. right. Yeah. So what other styles are there in Texas? So the other style, there's an East Texas style. And East Texas is a little more a little more like the Southern style. Is that more sauce-based or? It's a little more sauce-based. Because I know um, I, I, I am smart enough. And from that book, I remember there was, there's a real big deal. You're either a sauce guy or you're not a sauce guy. And you... They get offended if you put sauce on the barbecue. That's more of a Memphis thing. Okay. Well, I take that back. That that's true in a lot of that's true with brisket too, right? Yeah. A good brisket, Central Texas style brisket, really doesn't need sauce. Right, it stands on its own. Yeah, and it stands put, on its own. If you put a bunch of barbecue sauce on it, it's offensive. It's kind of to a, the an cook. insult. Yeah, yeah. And and in Memphis, there's two styles of ribs. There's your dry rib or your wet ribs. Yeah. Right. So that's that's what I thought you were talking about at first. That's no, kind of a bit there, but yeah, you're right. So East Texas is more sauce based, and they yeah. will take. So you've probably had like a chopped beef sandwich that's kind of all mushy with barbecue sauce all oh, in it yeah. kind of oh, spread yeah. on a bun i love that that's an east texas style of and, barbecue. Those, and those ribs i had last night they had sauce all over them. i had <laughs> sauce everywhere my fancy dinner yeah so that's an east texas style barbecue okay with the sauced up so it's still brisket but this was an El, this was an El Paso. Well, yeah, I can't. I mean, you're going to find these styles everywhere. Okay, right, all right. I mean, you were having pork ribs in El Paso. Pork ribs are really a Memphis style. Yeah, thing anyway. True. But you'll I mean you'll find them all over Texas. They anyway. were good. Yeah. So East Texas is a little bit more about the sauces. A little bit more about uh, you know chopping it up, putting it on a sandwich. Okay. You know, some coleslaw kind of thing. Oh, That's yeah. your East Texas oh, style. I, I do like. Yeah. That. And that's very similar to what you might find in other parts of the South, kind of from that pulled pork kind of sandwich tradition. And then we find pulled pork everywhere now. You know, even the central barbecue places like Franklin's, I think they, they do pulled pork now too. And, oh, wow. And everybody does a little bit of everything. Um, and the meat markets uh, in central Texas, they do sausages too. And oh, they do yeah. sausages really, really, really well. Have you ever done sausage? Uh, I, I've not, I've smoked sausage. I've never made sausage. You've never stuffed an intestine with meat? I have not. I do have a sausage stuffer, though. You do? I do. <laughs> you have that. I got it. It hooks up to our KitchenAid mixer. It's an attachment. You stick it on there. And you get the gut, and then you stuff you, it with stuff? Well, you, you've, you've got a, um, I've got a meat grinder attachment. Okay. 
that I can do ground beef through. <laughs> and then there's an attachment that goes on that, which is a little nozzle that you can stick a sausage thing in there and just kind of. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you just put it in there and it just kind of, you know, squirt, squirts it out. Into, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I've not really used it uh, at we all. We need to do that. Yeah. yeah I totally love should. sausage and I just love the <laughs> idea of you making sausage. That. That's nasty, but now, there, cool. There's one Texas style that we haven't covered yet. What's that? It's the uh, barbacoa. Oh, the kind of the Mexican style. Yes, this is the South Texas. So, what's uh, the difference Mexican from that? That that to me is kind of like a an open fire, but a pulled pork kind of. But is that wrong? I don't remember what the yeah. That's completely style. wrong, right? So, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what I thought. So actual barbacoa is not cooked over a fire, and it's not really smoked either, right? Oh. Traditional barbacoa is done in a pit. Oh. But you will put the beef, um, and, the, and they'll do this with pork also, right? But you'll put it in some kind of um, uh, cooking, you know, a big pot or something. Okay. And you may throw, you know, onions and seasonings and stuff like that in it. You've built a fire in a pit. You've burned the the wood down to hot coals. Okay. You put the, you know, container with the meat in there, boom, and then cover it up. Very similar to what we were talking about with oh, the full pig cook. Yeah, our luau. Yeah. Yeah. But so, but it's it's really cooked slowly. Okay. Over in the this coals. insulated thing, but it's insulated from the coal, so you're not really getting smoke. Oh. You're just getting that slow cook heat i'm telling you i want to do and it that. comes out super 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 tender well the hawaiians they do them with banana leaves and all that kind oh of yeah stuff. man that yeah. sounds awesome mayans use banana leaves big time yeah i want to do that i've done some mayan style we uh, need to go get kathy and patrick's pig <laughs> we do <laughs> that'd be awesome we do dig a big pit and we are. find some banana leaves yeah. somewhere I've, oh i know where to get banana leaves. <laughs> okay i do I got a banana leaf source, man. Oh my gosh. I've I've cooked pork in banana leaves. I just haven't cooked a whole pig. Oh. But I've cooked pork in banana leaves I know using a is. traditional Mayan uh sauce. Oh my gosh. And it's um, and I did it on the big green egg, which if you put some in the big green egg, it's essentially the same as burying it underground because oh, yeah, you got this you big get ceramic thing yeah. holding in all the heat. You get that same heat for a long time. Yep. yep. Yeah. So barbacoa is very similar to that. Okay. And that's another style in Texas that, that is really, 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 really good. I like good. that style. That yeah. sounds fun. Oh, yeah. It sounds hard, though. None of it's easy. Yeah. That None of it's hard. easy. Yeah. I mean, you're either cooking for hours or you're digging a hole or you're cooking over blazing hot mesquite burning your skin off. <laughs> you know, it's... Yeah. Not, none of it's easy. No, That's why it, most people just... Click on their little gas grill and throw a pork chop on there and call yeah. it a day. Uber Uber Eats. <laughs> Uber Eats. <laughs> yeah. Deliver from Dickies. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do like Dickies. <laughs> so that's good. Well, man, I appreciate it. This is, yeah. this is very educational because all I know is I'm a huge consumer of it. Mm-hmm. And then I've watched you for years and years as you've kind of played around with the offset heat, the direct heat, the low heat, the long cook times. And every time I've eaten anything that you've cooked, it's fantastic. Thank you. So, Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I've just barely scratched the surface. I know, but that's kind of the fun. Yeah. And I know, uh, you know, kind of like uh, Clint Eastwood and Dirty Harry said, a man's got to know his limitations. <laughs> <laughs> I know mine. <laughs> My, mine is uh, 800 degrees, you know, yeah. an immediate scorching. And I've it's had awful. a few texts from Amy over the years. Hey, Kevin, can you? 
Can you do the grilling while you over here this Yeah, weekend? why do you think you're always a guy cooking when we get together? <laughs> hey, Kevin, we're going to invite you all over, but can you please cook? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not that dense. I get it. So, anyway, well, hey, thanks a lot. Yep, um, and, good stuff. And uh, I'm sure I'm sure our listeners have some good ideas on how to cook barbecue, too. And I, I'd love to learn. Not that I'm going to try to mimic it, but I'd love to learn about that. Or if you got some stuff you want us to eat. It's just fun. Out. Fire is fun. I remember one time we had a family uh, thing over at our house. This was years ago in Flower Mound, and we had that covered patio in the back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was cooking barbecue chicken, and I was kind of stressed because people were starting to show up. Chicken wasn't quite ready, so I was firing up the heat. I had these, like, oven mitt glove things, and just, you know, it was getting stressful, yeah. you know, because the stuff wasn't ready. When you cook something slow, but then it's starting to become time where people are showing up. They want to eat. And you're like, uh, how yep. do I push this over the goal line here? Right. So anyway, I had all this stuff going on. I had these mitts. You know, I, was, I can't remember exactly. I think I was trying to move hot coals around in uh-huh. the in the smoker to get more heat under the chickens or something. Oh, my God. So anyway, I do all this stuff. I'm sweating and everything. And you know, throw these little mitts that I had over in a wheelbarrow on the patio there. And I go in. And I'm like, yeah, there will be a few more minutes here. And, my brother-in-law, he's looking out the window. He says, Kevin, man, one of your gloves is on fire. Out there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and I looked, and sure enough, there was this little fly, my glove just oh you know, burst into flames. I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> it is what it Par is. for the course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully sure. the chicken's not that burnt. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it turned out great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, good. All, All right. right. Well, I appreciate it. So uh, thanks for uh, listening to us on our barbecue, our first food issue. And, uh, and it should be first of many. There's lots of good food here. Yeah, probably not the last on barbecue. Yeah. So. Very good. Okay. All right. Well, y'all listen to us on uh, iTunes, Spreaker, Google Play. Yeah. Leave us a review. Yeah. Okay. Coming to a city near you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Take care, y'all. Have a great week. All right. Adios. <laughs>